0: You are listening to Phone Eats First. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Phone Eats First, a podcast about romanticizing your life and finding inspiration inside and outside the kitchen. My name is Corey May, Corey in the kitchen. However, you know me, How have you found me. Hi, hello. I'm so happy you're here. I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and holiday season and everyone is having a wonderful New Year's Eve. That is the day this episode's coming out, which I think is wonderful timing. So, No shocker to you, this is my New Year's Eve episode, and it is going to be full of my 2024 intentions, not my resolutions, intentions, and I challenge you all to think of, as I'm going through my list of things I'm focusing on for 2024, I challenge you all to, if you haven't already, think of things that you want to focus on for 2024, and also what you did in 2023, and what you should be proud of. But before we get into that, we're going to get into the weekly report. Are reading. I did finish lessons in chemistry the other day. I sat on the couch. I in the middle of the day had the fireplace on the TV. The Christmas tree was on. Callie was on the couch with me. I was big chilling horizontally, and I finished lessons in chemistry. And I did really enjoy it. I I mean it's not my favorite book I've ever read or anything, but I did really enjoy it. And it was it did talk about food. It talked about science. It's very female empowerment. So. I definitely recommend any woman read it but it's not like in your face feminist or anything which I feel like you guys know what I mean by that I don't know it's it's all subtle but I did really enjoy it I enjoyed the characters the plot all that and it's kind of like a unique it's not your standard like rom-com or anything like that but it had a nice touch of romance feminism and also just like empowerment but now, I, I did say I'm going to start reading Your Brain on Food, which I'll get there eventually, but I still wanted kind of like a very casual read, so I'm reading Something in the Water by Catherine Steadman. I am probably like 30 pages in. It's a th- supposed to be a thriller. can't really provide much information. I just know it's about a couple that goes on a honeymoon, and I'm pretty sure the husband dies. I don't actually know, but the reviews seem okay. We'll We'll see how it goes. Okay, E eating no surprise here i am eating ninja creamies left and right i'm obsessed they're so good like literally so good it's wendy's frosty but on crack it <laughs> it's i just do a chocolate protein recipe with chocolate protein chocolate fair life or regular fair life milk and then a little bit of pudding mix which i'm going to try and get rid of the pudding mix because all of even though it's sugar-free all of the ingredients are like non not pronounceable like an aspartame's in there which we all know is horrible so I actually did make one tonight that doesn't have the jello in it so we'll see if I even notice a difference the only reason I ever put jello in it was just because I saw everyone else do it so gonna try and solve that problem and tomorrow I'm gonna have a smoothie bowl ninja creamy versus like the ice cream so excited for that p plan tomorrow I'm going kayaking with a high school friend that her parents also moved to the beach so That's exciting. I haven't gone kayaking in forever. And the weather should be nice and sunny, even though it will be cold. So, gonna try and get in a beach walk with Callie and I don't know, just like do all the activities. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, obsession. My mom introduced me to this new hairbrush. Really random, I know. But it's called Unbrush, I think. And she was like, You have to try it. You have to try it. And I was like, It can't be that good. It kind of looks like a wet brush, but it doesn't have the backing. Like it literally just has the raised part with the bristles that's soft and you can kind of squish and then like you can see through it. It's almost as if there's no tangles in my hair and my hair does get pretty tangly. So that is saying a lot. Like I used to have to like brush my hair in the shower with conditioner, which probably didn't have to, but that's just what I thought was best. And then I just turned this into a comb, but now I will 100% be purchasing this unbrush thing and I'll <laughs> share the link. I don't know if you're Curious what it is, let me know and I'll send it to you. But it's pretty crazy. Like, I was like, holy cow. Okay, our recipe. This week I made a rigatoni arrabbiata and it was so good. My mom is even still talking about it. She's like, I have made pasta and like added stuff to the pre made sauces, but whatever you did was incredible, which I really don't even know what I did. I just kind of, you know, whipped it up in the kitchen. I took Rao's arrabbiata sauce. And it actually wasn't enough for how much I was making. So I added some tomato sauce to it that my mom had just in a can. Not the whole thing, probably like an extra cup of that. And we didn't have any garlic cloves, like real garlic. So I did a minced garlic, salt, pepper, Italian seasoning. in the. we did ground beef. So I did that in the meat. I did a whole white onion. I added some spinach, Parmesan, like really nothing crazy. And just served it with rigatoni. But it, let me tell you, it was so good. And I've been eating it every day for lunch. So. I don't know, sometimes the the classics hit. Okay, tea treat. I this isn't I don't really consider this a treat, but it just kinda of felt right with the teas. I finally made the tequila time cocktail that I mentioned a while back as a recipe that I wanted to make because shout out Charlene and Bennett, as I mentioned in my last episode. They bought me the ingredients, a.k.a. the liquor, the bitters, the lime, or lemons. Oh, the garnishes, little cute cocktail glasses. They got me the whole nine yards to make this drink. And so I made it two nights ago and tonight. And it's not the most amazing thing I've ever had. But that's also just because I'm not like a huge cocktail person. But I did really enjoy it. And it's really strong. The original recipe doesn't have any club soda or anything in it, and the first sip, like, actually made my body warm. And I had a sip again tonight, and I felt like I had just taken a shot. So I serve it with club soda because I'm a little scaredy cat, for lack of a better word, because we're trying to keep this PG. But it's, I mean, it's good, and it's fun to make it. Like, I feel fancy making it, so... I definitely recommend trying it if you like tequila if you like kind of like a sweeter lemony drink but yeah that's been my treat recently I was going to say my dirty chai's now that I have 24 7 access to dirty chai's but I know that is also no surprise and I think I said that last week's okay let's get into the episode So, as I kind of referred to earlier, this is my episode of my 2024 intentions, not resolutions. And you're probably like, what do you mean, Corey? Why are these not resolutions? Like, everyone calls them New Year's resolutions. Here's why. So, the definition of resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something. And I really just don't like how black and white a resolution seems. The actual wording firm decision in the definition You're literally setting yourself up for failure. As soon as January 1st comes around and you don't 100% meet your resolution, whether it's just in that first day of the year or the second day of the year or the first week of the year or even the first month of the year, then you have failed yourself or you feel like you have. Even if it was just minor or you just like didn't reach that 100% completion of whatever it is, whether it's going to the gym or drinking X amount of water every day or getting X amount of steps every day. So, I really just I really don't like the word resolution. So, the word intention came to mind. And the definition of intention is a thing intended, an aim or a plan. And I think we can all agree that that sounds a lot friendlier and achievable and just not as scary. Like I was saying earlier, we can't look at our decisions and goals and intentions as black and white. There's something we want to work towards every single day little by little to become a better version of ourselves. So, We are listing out our intentions, a plan, an aim for 2024. Because even if your aim for 2024 seems really, really, really out of reach, if you work towards that plan and aim little by little, think how much closer you're going to be in three weeks or or six months or 365 days, whatever it is, because it's just a goal. It's just something you're aiming for. It's just something that you have made a plan to accomplish rather than a firm decision to do or not to do something. So that's my little spiel on why we are listing out our 2024 intentions and so I have 11 things and most of those 11 things have like sub things so just bear with me but these are my intentions it doesn't mean they need to be yours maybe they maybe they are maybe they're not maybe they're an anti-intention for you but these are mine if you care at all (laughs) number one category is just overall health and wellness mindset is my priority. What I'm mainly saying is I don't want to do things that are detrimental to my health and wellness. And if something is, I want to have a plan of how to overcome that. And so the easiest example of this is alcohol, where a we're practicing limiting the number of drinks we have if we're going out and going crazy with our friends just vibing. If we're going to do that, I'm going to make sure when I get home, I have a liquid IV and something to eat when I get home because that will always make me feel better or just have water by my bed, like whatever it is. I kind of want to have that plan to just feel better in the morning or avoid a hangover at all cost. And then another example that affects me personally a lot is traveling for work puts me off my workout and healthy eating habits. So I want to be a lot more intentional about getting movement in and eating, just making better choices with the food that I'm consuming throughout my travels whether that's at a restaurant or the groceries i'm buying or just making sure i'm buying groceries on all of my work trips so that i have a healthy breakfast and healthy-ish snacks throughout the day and just kind of the proper liquids to get me through my day because we all know i'm a beverage girly. so just back to the overall health and wellness is my priority so that includes food workouts sleep and i threw in skin in here so food We're continuing to eat healthy and drink lots of water. Like French fries really aren't that necessary. So I'm going to try and cut those out again. Like I did that during 75 hard and it truly like, it was, it was hard. It was, but also like after you do it for a while, like you're okay. You realize like, oh yeah, I really don't need those. Like they're not going to actually fill me up or make me feel any better. So just overall, like continuing to make semi better choices for yourself and key is drinking a lot of water always like literally all the time. Chris just got the bigger size Stanley and I'm like, "Hmm, I really want that <laughs> cuz I love drinking out of a straw. I feel like I well, I honestly drink like too much when I drink out of a straw, but I just I'm like, hmm, maybe for 2024 I get a new Stanley and treat myself a little. Okay, we've got workouts. I to a lot of you, I pro- you guys probably think I'm like a workout machine. I'm really not. Like, I have been, I don't want to say off the wagon, but I've been off the wagon, for lack of a better term, recently. I haven't been working out every day. I haven't been doing my Peloton every day. I can't really tell you the last time I was consistent with my strength workouts, which for anyone that does strength training, like, you know that consistency is key for that. And I do not feel like I've been consistent, which I really want to be, and that's always when I feel my best. And I also haven't been taking as many walks, and I stopped taking walks at work, so Just all these little things add up and it makes me feel, like I said, like I feel like I've been off my wagon, but I need to just little by little get back to my, you know, prime workout routine, whether that's working out before work and then taking Kelly on a walk or doing all that after work, whatever it is. I just need to make more time and I'm planning on scheduling out my workouts and just week by week. Like I'm not going to get crazy and do a spread out a split for the entire month. Like I just need to start small. But I do think if I schedule out my days and weeks on like Saturday or Sunday, I think I'll feel a lot better and probably be a lot more consistent and cross things off my list because I love to cross things off my calendar. I would say with workouts comes skin. Well, with with everything in health and wellness will come my skin. But I've been quite frustrated with my skin recently, and I know that doesn't help it, like literally anything because <laughs> the more I look at it, the more I like pick at it. Whatever is going on on my face just or wherever on my body like just like stresses me out and then you're just in a downward spiral from there so 2024 is the year that I'm healing my skin I've been very inspired by Mari Llewellyn who does pursuit of wellness blooms I talk about her quite a lot she has quote-unquote healed her skin and I mean she did like billions of dollars of like tests and blood work and mold tests in her house like she did so much and like I'm I'm not going to do that but She has just inspired me to really focus on prioritizing what matters to me and how my skin looks does matter to me. And I will say when I was doing 75 hard, I was checking all the boxes, doing all the right things and my skin did look really good. So that is why this is the first thing on my list, my health and wellness being my priority because when you're making right choices for yourself, everything else just kind of seems to fall in place. So another category of all this is sleep. I need to get eight hours of sleep. This last week, I am treating it like, I was going to say like it's Christmas, but it literally is. So I deserve it. But I have been sleeping in, no alarm. I haven't naturally woken up before eight, which I kind of, I feel like I normally would just from like routine. I've been waking up at like nine, 10 even. I've been getting so much sleep, which I know my body needs. That's why I'm okay with it. But I, like we all set an alarm to wake up. Why can't we do the same thing at nighttime to like turn ourselves off? Like, no, I don't care what you think is that important right this very second. You need to go to sleep. So that's something I'm going to try and work on, which I do already get. I get a lot of sleep. I go to bed early compared to a lot of people. But I still want to try and be more consistent. So that is something I'm going to work on. Okay. 2024 intention number two read more. And specifically swap scrolling for reading. And the irony of this intention is that I literally went outside to read my book and drink my coffee and have like a slow morning the other day. And then immediately this episode outline just kind of was like coming to my head. So I, I think I read maybe two sentences of my book and then I put it down and had my phone out and was taking notes of like all my 2024 intentions. So here we are. I mean, shout out my brain for coming up with this episode, but it's just kind of those moments. I mean, yes, I want to continue to plan podcast and content, whatever it is. But there are certain times where I could be like, OK, Corey, chill, like just just chill. That's why I took the time to lay on the couch and finish my book, because I was like, I'm going to be frustrated with myself if I still haven't finished lessons in chemistry. I've been reading it for forever. I had like maybe 50 pages left. so I was like, come on, you can finish this, like just finish it. You'll feel good about it yourself later. And so I did. And I do feel good about myself. But this one more so applies to bedtime. Like before I go to sleep, I that tends to be my like editing video time, which I think just because that's finally when I'm like, okay, I'm in bed, I can't do anything else. I'm not doing anything else. Because I love to multitask, even though I probably shouldn't multitask as much as I do. Because it definitely like lessens my efficiency. But I want to read more. And instead of getting stuck on the inner web of TikTok and Instagram and just or whatever it is I'm even doing, I want to read like whether it's like 10 pages a night or 10 minutes a night, whatever it is. I just want to make sure reading is the last thing I do after I put my phone down. And I'm challenging myself to read more educational books and then I can do episodes on them because I honestly don't remember the last educational book I read. So I need to I need to do that okay number three be more intentional and focused with my time I love to complain and be frustrated with myself about how much time of my day is sucked up before I know it and I wake up slightly stressed honestly like every day just about how much I have to get done and that I already know from the second I open my eyes I'm not going to get everything done and that's horrible absolutely horrible So in 2024, we're going to be more intentional because I know that this, it probably applies to a lot of you. Like one of my biggest things is that I want separation between work and then when I get home and then I'm Corey, like I have like my life and I know we all have times where we work late and we get home and we're still thinking about work or we haven't turned off from work. And then we just like get home, go through the motions. And then before you know it, it's bedtime. Like I actually hate that. And so I do, I would rather stay up like an extra hour just to have time for myself and like relax for a second so that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not like, oh, all I did yesterday was work and now I'm going to do it all again. I do think that separation is very important. But going off of that, I, that's kind of why I have this point. I need to be more efficient with my time so that in between my nine to five or whatever my timeframe is, I'm getting a lot done. So that when I do leave, I'm like, oh, no, I like feel really accomplished with everything I did in the office. I can unplug. I'm done. We'll pick it back up tomorrow. But that also applies to like literally anything you're ever doing. Like when I sit down to budget because I'll get there later, like I want to just check it off. I want to be done quickly because it shouldn't take me two hours to look at what I spent in the last week. Like it should take me 20 minutes or whatever it is. So my ideal day would be to wake up slowly. And then enjoy my coffee, like do all my you know morning stuff like my greens, skincare, and then enjoy my coffee. Get my food ready for the day, whatever chores need to be done, like unload the dishwasher, whatever it is. Have time to do the bathroom, and then get a workout and walk in and have time to rinse off if I need, or take a full shower if I need, and then go to work, so that I've already done my movement. I know my like home and body are taken care of, and then when I get home, take Cal on another walk, and then do dinner chores film content if I want and then be in bed by like nine thirty or 10 to read and in that dinner chores content time that also can include like a date night hanging out with friends like whatever it is like all that will fit into like the big chunk of evening but that that truly would be my ideal day so I think to best accomplish all of this I need to focus on what I'm doing in the moment rather than what's next and like I was saying this applies to work too But with just so many hours and so many days of the year, I'm working and traveling. I just need to use that time wisely. And then same goes for the time that I am home and on the weekends, basically just making the most of your time that you have and being present with what you're doing and not just thinking, oh, when I'm done with my workout, I'm going to make this for breakfast. And then when you're eating your breakfast, like, okay, if I need to rinse off and then I need to leave the house by 815 to make it here and then I'll get coffee, like whatever it is, like, stop. (laughs) Just, do, I don't mean, unless you're running late, then that's a different story, but just be where you are and do what you're doing and then move on to the next thing. And I do think planning your day, the day before, the night before, or even very first thing in the morning, whatever you prefer, I do think that will help all of us be better prepared for our days and less rushed and overall just better with our time. So to summarize that up, I feel like I just chatted a lot about that. We're being intentional and focused with our time. <laughs> Okay, number four, which I just hinted at this, but 2024 is the year that we are not afraid of money and our spending and our bank account. No more impulse spending. It's okay to want things, which Casey actually told me this when we were in New York. I mean, not that I, it it's not like earth shattering news or anything, but she was like, I recently heard this and it was nice to be reminded. Like, it's okay to have wants. You don't need to buy every single thing you want just because you can. And I'm honestly really bad at that. Like I I do not have a budget. I do not track my expenses, my income, anything. Like I could be scammed a million dollars, not a million dollars, I don't have a million dollars, but I could be scammed and like probably my mom would notice. My mom checks my spending, shout out Rufus. She keeps saying she wants to just like take me off of her bank account. But I'm like, mm, I really like your second eyes on my bank account because you catch things that I don't. But still, I need to be better about my own money. And I wanna buy a house. And I'm going to need a new car in the very near future. And the I don't want to be scared of these things and how they'll affect my bank account. Like, I need to just, like, suck it up. I have a budget. I really like the budget. It's very pretty and color-coordinated. And, like, I like all the categories I have. And I've actually been kind of using it for the last four months, but not fully. It's more of, like, a let me see, like, where I'm spending my money type of thing. And it's not updated. So I have a budget. I just need to use it. And I encourage you, everyone here, like I know this probably applies to a lot of people. Why are we so afraid of money? Because everything we do in our life right now is to make money to live. And we all know that financial success is a really big part of our life. So why is it also one of the biggest things that we like turn a blind eye to? So 2024 is the year we aren't afraid of money. Let's do it. All right, number five. This is just kind of a bunch of things, but this is all in terms of content. So it involves cooking in the Kitchen and podcast, quite a few things. So it's not going to apply to any of you probably, but it could, I don't know, it could, could be inspiring in some form or way. So the first thing in terms of content is I need to handle that getting behind feeling. So, I get behind on posts or things that I intend on posting or sharing or talking about on the podcast. And then I just never post. And then it's a rabbit hole of being behind because I'm like, oh, like I meant to post this last week, but now it's this week and I'm posting this and then it's next week. That one thing is just like so far gone. Like, the biggest example of this right now is New York. Like, I went to New York the weekend before Christmas and I took, like, I have such good content from that weekend, obviously. And I just still haven't posted it because then I was like, okay, well, now I'm doing like 12 days of recipes. And I'm going to do a podcast episode, but I actually have the Christmas podcast episode. Then I have the New Year's podcast episode. Then I have my birthday podcast episode, which is great because I'm planning. But it's just kind of like this feeling of constantly being behind and then never getting back on track, doing the things you intended to do. And this applies to all facets of life. We are ending this feeling in 2024 or we are just tackling it head on. When I get behind, I want to reassess and look at my week ahead. Like what's really going on? what really are my priorities, what's important, what can I remove, or what can I push down the line, or where can I maybe even like make room to fit something else in. This can work for workouts, this can work for things you need to do at work, or your personal checklist, or content for your recording in the Kitchen Instagram, <laughs> whatever it is. Because in reality, no one knows or cares whatever you're doing or whatever you're feeling behind about isn't on time. None of y'all are going to see me post about New York in January and be like, why are you posting about that right now? Like you were there in December. Okay. I feel like I I feel like the getting behind thing is pretty self-explanatory, but just know that if you feel like you get behind in a lot of things, like we all feel that way and no matter what it is, like, let's just take deep breaths and then reassess the situation because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Okay. Number two in my content era situation post more. I am going to post more, more reels and videos equal followers. Like I have learned that multiple time, hands on for, I think two or three times now I posted a reel for at least a week straight. And every time I do that, I get followers like a signif I mean, significant being anywhere from like 10 to like 50 followers. It's pretty crazy, but I don't know why I don't, I mean, I know why I don't do that because it takes time and work and effort and I don't always have that. But I just am telling myself now that I am going to keep doing that. And in 2024, I am telling myself to do two minimum, four maximum reels or videos or posts per week on Corey in the Kitchen. And we'll see how that goes. But I also encourage you guys to be like, hey, Corey, post a video, post a post, even though you really don't care. But I really do care about Corey in the Kitchen and my podcast and growing this community and this eventual business, so I need to be disciplined and do it. Okay, number three in my content is TikTok, and I am having fun with TikTok. I've just been posting some really random stuff on there, starting with the 12 Days of Recipes videos, because I don't know if you noticed, if any of y'all saw them on my Instagram. You can only post a 90 second reel, which was news to me. So, after 90 seconds, some of those videos just end. But on TikTok, you can post 10 minutes. So, that's been fun having longer form videos and also like me talking and not having to, you know, get the artsy aesthetic shot of like cutting the onion or stirring the pasta sauce or like whatever it is. I've literally just been like, hey, here's me. I look like a rat. And I'm wearing, like, the same hoodie because I've been at my parents' house for, like, a few days now. And, you know, I only brought so much stuff. But I've just been having fun with TikTok. And I want to learn how to balance TikTok and Instagram videos and reuse content and here and there. And just, I don't know. I just want to learn more and grow the TikTok. And I will say, I mean, knock on wood, I've been posting some Ninja Creamy content on TikTok. And it, it's blowing up. Watch out, guys! Watch out. I might become the Ninja Creamy Girl. I don't know. Okay, number four, Pinterest. I just put an eye emoji next to this and said could be fun in my notes, because I love Pinterest and I do know that there's a lot of. I mean, I literally go to Pinterest when I need like a very very specific thing, like a certain recipe, and I don't want to have to go through like all the nonsense online. And I should use Pinterest and post on Pinterest. I do picture using it as more of like a posting like an aesthetic picture or recipe. So again, it's just something that will take time, but I think I can figure it out at some point. Okay, number five, podcast. So 5A, consistent. I have slacked a few times and posted episodes on Mondays or there was one week I missed like in the very, very beginning stages. I just want to continue to be consistent with the podcast because I love this more than anything and... I think you guys like it too. So I don't wanna let it go at all. Five B, fun guest. If you're a fun fun person and you wanna be a fun guest fun guest, call this number. I'm just kidding. No but I wanna branch out and interview other people, more of my friends, famous people. We'll get there eventually guys. And if you're listening to this, just know you're you were a supporter from the beginning. Okay, five C stay ahead, which right now I actually have been doing good, like mapping out episodes and kind of fitting in episodes that I've already recorded. Like I have two amazing guests I just had that all post their episodes probably in like January, February, but it's great to have those on hand so that when I do travel because I travel all the freaking time, I'll have stuff ready. 5D <laughs> post the sounds on TikTok with lots of exclamation points after that if anyone wants to do this for me, I'll pay you. Seriously. Like if you're listening to an episode and you're like, oh, that was like a good quote. Cause since I don't do video yet, it's, which is my five E video podcast. <laughs> I eventually want to do that. I just don't have anywhere aesthetic to do it. And also don't have a camera. And also like, that's just a whole nother thing. Like I'm literally recording this right now in my bed at my parents' house, in my, mismatching pajamas and wet hair and Callie's next to me like I'm just chilling so having to set up a whole video feature as well like I can't even imagine but I do know that that would help the podcast grow so it's a double-edged sword I just need to kind of play with that at some point but I do need to post the podcast on social media so that it can you know grow and last five I don't even know what letter on we're at this point but Merch, Even if it's literally just for me, I would love some Phonies First merch. And maybe it's because I work in retail and merchandising and all that, that I know how it all works. And I like kind of enjoy it a little. I think it'd be really fun. So in 2024, catch some Phonies First merch. Okay, and last of my content, number six. We're going to monetize Coin in the Kitchen or Phonies First or both. We'll see. Hopefully they both just like stay together. But I am, even if it's just a dollar, I'm going to make some form of money out of this because I do put a lot of time and effort into this. And I, like I said, I really enjoy it and I want to turn it into something that could be financially beneficial. So then it's easier to put more time and effort and money into it. Okay. That's all I've got for content. Just know when these things come true in 2024, you can be like, ooh, I heard Corey say that in 2023. So we're manifesting. We're setting our intentions. It's going to happen. Okay. On a completely different note, number six of my 2024 intention deals with relationships. So it's kind of like two tenets of this first I want to continue to be more intentional in my personal relationship so like scheduling date nights with Chris because I'm the queen of folding on plans and mainly with him just because I know like I can fold on him because he's not going to be like oh my god like we're over we're not friends anymore like he would never but that being said it is still shitty of me to we like make a plan to get dinner one night and I'm like oh I'm just working late like that's not okay And I do think like scheduling out date nights or even if it's just like cooking dinner together or going on a walk together, like whatever it is or working out together, I shouldn't bail on that because that means I am saying something else is more important. And it'll also help me set boundaries with work because I do feel like work is always the main reason I cancel or like saying I'm tired. Like I just need to push through these things because I'm literally 24 years old and I need to I need to grow up. And then the second tenet of this relationship section is I need to make more friends, which I apologize. All of my college friends that hear that, who are my absolute best friends till the day I die, I absolutely adore you guys, but I do think I, that's kind of been like a hindrance, is that a word, on my friendship making because I have such amazing friends, but The sad reality is they don't live with me. They don't live in Raleigh. They don't live in North Carolina even, except for some. What I mean is I need to make more friends where I live because then I'll stop being a grandma going to bed at nine or being like, I'm tired, I'm working late. Like I just need to branch out. And I do think this is also just something like that helps you grow as a person is like forcing yourself to make friends because then you're forcing yourself to put yourself kind of in challenging social situations or kind of just like awkward times and I need to kind of get over that like it's not a fear that I have like I think I am pretty good at meeting people and making friends but no one ever talks about how hard it is to be out of college and make friends in a new city especially where a lot of people just automatically cling to whoever they knew in the past or that one friend that they still have like in the area so this is just me announcing to the world that I don't have friends in Raleigh or like not many at all or they're all just like friends of friends or acquaintances like I need someone I can just like drive over their house or apartment or whatever it is, and like sit on the couch and just like be in silence because you're so good so good of friends with that person that like you don't even have to talk like that's what I need because that's what I have with my friends, but also someone that you laugh so much that your stomach hurts. We need we need it all. So and I know a lot like it's kind of like feels weird to like talk about that. But I know all of you feel the same. So shut up. Okay, number seven intention food. Of course I had to talk about food. So, number one of this, more red meat and I've done really good this week already, I had steak, ground beef, and bacon twice, so watch out world, but I cut out red meat, which if you listen to the episode with Anna, well first of all, if you haven't listened to the episode with Anna, go listen to it right now, it's one of my favorite episodes ever, and I got so, so much good feedback about it, like everyone's like, it's such a great way to hear about the way other people think and feel about health and food and everything but she just reminded me that red meat is good we're getting there okay number two i'm making sourdough and this was on my list before charlie gave me a sourdough starter but josephine is in the kitchen she's still she's still in her starting feeding stage but i do think she's going really strong she's a strong little girl (laughs) She looks to be doing right. the right things. She's only overflowed like, you know, three times. But we're going to make sourdough. Number three, which going off of sourdough, I'm going to sell food in 2024. I kept saying I wanted to sell granola, but I'm serious now. And hopefully my sourdough is a success. And I can also sell sourdough. So, And something else I thought of are like the chocolate dates I make. And maybe even like a protein smoothie kit situation. So I provide all of the, like, dry goods and, like, maybe even the frozen goods, too. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But these are all things that are so simple to me and I know people struggle with because I feel like it all falls in, honestly, looking at it now, a lot of this falls into the breakfast category minus the chocolate dates. But I don't know. I would love to sell the food. So if anyone listening to this wants to buy food or sample it, let me know. Okay, number four of my food intentions Is more protein and less sugar, which those could be two separate, but you guys know what I mean. I have been eating hella protein from the Ninja Creamy because, like, one of those I've been making with like 50 or 60 grams of protein, it's fantastic. But at the same time, some of them have sugar, so I need to figure out how to cut out the sugar. And just like overall, I love, love, love chocolate and sweets, and I have the biggest sweet tooth ever, so I just need to work on that because I do know that it's a habit. To have a sweet tooth, so like after dinner when I'm craving chocolate, like I need to just not eat chocolate. So it's a work in progress, but I'm setting a plan to eat more protein and less sugar in 2024. Okay, and last of my food intention, and I know this one's really unrealistic just because of like where I am in my life, but you never know. I want to garden. Ever since I moved to Raleigh and like lived in a cute little house. I've wanted to garden but I just know that well one I'm never home in the summer so that's just like simply not ever going to work because summer is when you need to garden and tend to your garden the most so that's just going to be a struggle but I'm like if I don't put this on my 2024 intention list now like I'll never do it so just know one day I will be growing so many vegetables and fruit and it's going to be a great time. And Cory in the Kitchen will be going crazy. Okay, number eight of my 2024 intentions. Planning activities and trips and actually following through on them. I have this on here not because I'm bad at this, but because it's something I want to continue to do. Like, me and my friends are pretty good at planning trips or a hangout or a... reason to be together like whatever it is if it's a birthday if it's a concert if it's a ski trip like we're good about that so I want to continue to be good at that because you don't want your list of 2024 goals and intentions to all be things that are hard to reach like it can be things you're already doing well like I am really good at drinking water and making healthy eating choices but if I don't put that on my list like I'm not going to achieve everything on my list. (laughs) You need to have some easily achievable things on there, you know. And also that way you're like, oh yeah, I am still doing some things right. And maybe this means I will plan more activities and trips. And even if it's something smaller or even bigger. Like Nicole and I said, we were going to go on some big trip for her birthdays this year because we're turning 25 and that just simply didn't happen. Which we acknowledged pretty early on in the year. But I mean, we could have, or maybe we do something else or maybe 26 is our year. And also, just like little activities. Like, there's always things I say I want to do. Like, I really want to do a ceramics class so I can, like, make my own coffee mugs and paint them and sell them. And they're going to be all so cute with, like, smiley faces and flowers and unique. I need to do it. Like, actually follow through with it. Okay. Enough of that. Number nine. I need to text people back. If you know, you know, and I'm sorry. Like, I'm truly sorry. I don't know when this happened, but I think over the last two years, I have become the worst texter I know, aside from my brother, (laughs) but it's horrible. I will literally start the conversation and say like, oh my God, hey, haven't talked to you in forever. Like, how are you? How's work? How's life? And they're like, oh my God, so good to hear from you. Like, thanks for reaching out. That means so much. Like, I'm great. How are you? And I don't respond. I like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, I kind of know what it is. It's because I do so much like communication and Logistics and like talking to people for work, like via text, because I have to like deal with college kids and like get their schedules organized. That when I'm not wanting to text, like because I'm not wanting to work, like that just negatively affects my texting of friends and people I actually do care about. I don't know, but like I currently have, I'm not that bad. I currently have 90 unread messages. At one point this summer, I had like 150 or something, and I got called out because. I, the Apple CarPlay was on my phone and someone was like, oh my God, you have how many messages? Which like, I'm not embarrassed by it. Like it is what it is. What I'm embarrassed by is like, I literally just like don't respond to people. I ghost them in the conversation and it's, it's really bad. So anyone listening to this, I've definitely done this to you and you know what I'm talking about. Just know it's not personal and it's something I'm going to fix in 2024. It's the time we text people back. Okay. Number 10. I started this in New York with Lake and Casey, so shout out you guys. And but everyone's gonna do this, males, females, doesn't matter how old or young you are. Every time you say something negative about yourself, you need to follow up with something positive about yourself, out loud. Yes, out loud. I'm not someone that like has morning affirmations or anything like that, which I should. I really should. Like I can definitely see the benefit of that, or having like sticky notes on your mirror, so that every time you're looking at yourself, you're subconsciously reading something. But anytime you say something negative, it could be something as simple as like, I don't look my best right now. Or it could be like, oh, my eyebrows are, oh, my hair, oh, my acne, oh, I'm fat, like whatever it is, anything negative about yourself. Or it even could just be like about your like self-esteem, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a physical thing. You're going to follow up with something you like about yourself or something positive. So like in New York, we were like all getting ready and I said something about like, my skin and I was like oh my whatever my skin and like like say something positive I was like mm, okay but my hair looks really good right now and you just like like why is it why do we shame other people for saying something that they like about themselves like immediately when I said like oh my hair looks good it's like you feel like conceited or whatever which why why and as soon as you say something you're like oh wait I feel a little bit better like I tr- you truly like it is a like serotonin boost in your body when you say something positive about yourself Like i'm not even kidding So we're all trying that every time you say something negative follow up with something positive and call your friends out If they say something negative be like hey say something positive because it like it was true and then we would all get in like a Adding on more positive and like, oh, but your mascara looks so good. Like oh, you have such a nice teeth Oh, you have such a nice smile. And It's like, oh my god. Thanks guys. Like It was like it was just fun okay number 11 i had to add this one in here last but not least for 2024 we are all going to romanticize our lives and find inspiration inside and outside of the kitchen as we do on Needs first what i mean by this is i want everyone to romanticize and find the aesthetic moments throughout your day whether it's like just the coffee or the coffee mug or the nice sunrise or sunset or even just when you're walking through where you live and you're like oh wow, the trees, like the sunlight's hitting different, or you just like start to admire the little things around you. There's a cute little house on the corner where you saw a really pretty dog, like, or you took a really nice shower and it was just like really relaxing. Like literally whatever it is, just romanticize your life. Because if you don't, life's just going to continue to pass us by and it's going to seem bland and boring. And your life is literally brighter and more fun and more enjoyable and more happy when you romanticize every little thing and then it's kind of like a habit of finding the little aesthetic moments and then you start to continuously look for them and find them in the little in your in every day and so to summarize we're all romanticizing our lives in 2024 and finding inspiration inside and outside the kitchen because We are becoming our healthiest, best selves, whether that's in the kitchen by fueling our bodies or outside of the kitchen by finding movement or socializing or, you know, getting your finances together or spending time with the people you love, with your dog, whatever it is that makes you happy, do that. And that is all I have, (laughs) all, all like a hundred things I have for my 2024 intentions Some other submissions that I thought were pretty noteworthy. Well, of course, there were a few for reading more, not being addicted to phone, workout, slash. Chris did say lose weight, but I was like, no, no, no. You're gaining weight. You're gaining muscle. You're working out. You're being positive. Like, to flip that, and he's like, no, no, you're right. Gaining muscle mass. Like, that's what we're focusing on. We're not focusing on, like, losing fat. We're focusing on gaining muscle mass. So everything's about how you word it, how you say it. My mom said continuing her wellness journey she wants to continue to remind herself that exercise is about feeling good and it benefits you in so many other ways like she doesn't weigh herself anymore like that's incredible and another one charlie had which i liked this one too i wanted to steal it she said learn how to make some of the foods that we use all the time that are over processed and then i provided some examples of this so like sourdough pesto salad dressings granola stuff like that is really not that hard to make i mean sourdough is pretty intense i will say but like once you get in the hang of these things, you realize, like, why do I buy store-bought pesto when it's not the worst thing in the world for you, like, bought from the store, but it could be so much better with things that you probably already have in your fridge except for, like, fresh basil. So that's, that's all I have for you guys. I do want to hear what your 2024 intentions are or what from this episode that you are going to take into next year. You're all going to take saying positive things about yourself. I promise that. And if you don't, I'm going to remind you, but thank you guys so much for listening and for being a part of this phone eats first queen, the kitchen community. If you listen to this, please let me know. Like there have been people that I've known for like 10 years ago that have reached out and been like, hi, this is weird. But like, I listen to your podcast and I absolutely love it. And like, I hope it's not weird. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, please tell me, like, I love to know that I'm like who I'm reaching and like who I don't know just like who likes to listen to this podcast and I also want to know like what episodes have you liked what else do you want to hear like who do you think I should talk to like what do you think I should talk about you guys are who I make this podcast for if you're listening to this right now so I want to know what you want to hear because I care but yeah thank you guys for being here and for being a listener please share this podcast with your friends and family or to your Instagram or whatever it is help me get my viewers up my subscribers up leave a late rating and review and if you don't already follow me follow me at cory underscore in the kitchen c-o-r-i underscore in the kitchen on instagram and tiktok and i also have phone eats first pod on instagram but that one's not important so okay love you guys happy new year see you guys next year you are listening to phone eats first